From Georgia Public Broadcasting, this is Battleground Ballot Box. I'm Stephen Fowler. They say all politics is local, and nowhere is that more true than with a city's mayor. Part cheerleader, part referee, and part day-to-day manager of all things government, it's an often underappreciated gig that has a big impact on a lot of our daily lives. And while a lot of people may be talking about the Atlanta mayor's race or next year's midterm elections, there were other elections in November that marked substantial shifts in local government around the state. Just south of Atlanta sits McDonough, a city of about 30,000 that has grown nearly 30% in the last decade. McDonough is the county seat of Henry County, which is considered one of the fastest growing counties in the country and a pivotal player in Georgia's shift to a battleground state. But for mayor-elect Sandra Vincent, the first woman and first African-American to hold that role, McDonough is home. Our current mayor refers to McDonough as the new promised land. And I believe that about our city, and I'm looking forward to taking us to the next level of that promised land life. It's also the city where I grew up and has played a big role in how I approach reporting on politics. This week, we will take a look at what one city's past, present, and future can tell us about a changing Georgia. Well, it is a very chilly day at the end of of November, and we are actually at Alexander Park West. This is a beautiful, spacious, natural environment that has a walking trail, many, many trees, a disc golf course, and also a miniature amphitheater. So right now we are in the process of building a small Christmas village for a toy giveaway that will happen uh, just before Christmas, somewhere around December 18th. Sandra Vincent is covered in paint, wearing a Santa hat and taking a break from painting a Christmas-colored house facade that will soon serve as a backdrop for a community toy drive to talk about why she ran for mayor. So... I've been on the McDonough City Council for the past 16 years, and I've served in government for well over 25, uh, working for another uh, political jurisdiction. And the, the irony in all of this is that even from a very small child uh, growing up in the 60s in a small area in Brevard County, Florida, my family has always been engaged in government in some capacity. In fact, her great-grandmother was a community leader that everyone called Mama. So anybody who needed anything always came to her house, and everybody called her Mama. And in fact, it's it's a little bit funny because uh, this is Christmas season, and during the the Christmas season, I, I dress as a character called Mama Christmas, and she is sort of the embodiment of the memory of my great-grandmother. And that memory helps drive her passion for public service in the burgeoning city. The latest census numbers show the population inside the McDonough city limits has grown from 22,084 people to 29,051, driven almost exclusively by a surge in black residents. And yet, Vincent is the first black mayor, something she doesn't take lightly. I have to consider that an honor um, to be chosen for that role. 
But I'm also looking forward to the day when the firsts are all gone and and that we don't have to announce that uh, certain races, certain genders are the first at anything. You know, everybody is just able to achieve those things that they feel that they're called to achieve. McDonough is a lot like smaller cities across Georgia, centered around an idyllic square with a courthouse, mom-and-pop restaurants, and fashionable boutiques. So when I came to McDonough, the thing that drew me was the hospitality. Uh, I was visiting, looking for somewhere to move, and just encountered a couple of people that made me think, hmm, this might be somewhere that I'd really like to stay. And so I did. And I've never been disappointed. I've always felt welcomed, and I'm just looking forward. Our our current mayor refers to McDonough as the new promised land, and I believe that about our city, and I'm looking forward to taking us to the next level of that promised land life. But growth in McDonough has not been universal. Parts of the surrounding community have seen investment, while others have been left behind. And then there's the traffic. So I'm, I'm one of the few people that can really talk about the change 20 years instead of, instead of 10. Um, the hallmark of, of this change has been growth. And ever since coming on council 16 years ago, it's been important to me that as we grow, uh, we grow in a very smart way. I think that uh, the the traffic problem that we're having is an indicator that we didn't always do it right. Uh, But part of that was just trying to keep that that small town feel. But that core element that I don't want McDonough to ever lose is that sense of of community. And in a state that is projected to soon be majority non-white and recently voted Democratic for the first time in a few decades, that change has come with some friction. But Vincent has a plan for that. I don't think it's possible um, to navigate change without there being friction. It's it's just a natural course of of action. Um, The one thing that I've seen sorely missing is intentional integration. And what I mean by that is so that groups don't get left behind, sometimes you have to go and get those groups and welcome and bring them to the table. I think that the more that we we talk together, we play together, we interact with one another, the easier the change will, will be. I've witnessed the change firsthand within my own family growing up just outside the city limits. When my dad graduated from Henry County High School about 30 years ago, there were probably 40,000 people in the whole county. It was mostly rural farmland, solidly Republican, and overwhelmingly white. By the time I graduated high school in 2012, subdivisions were being built in open fields I used to pass on the way to church, elections were more closely contested, and the area touted as comfortably south of Atlanta was starting to see an influx of jobs and job seekers that would transform the area. It's a place that was a little more reflective of Georgia as a whole, with its racial and political diversity coupled with economic growth giving a preview of where our state is headed today. 
Now it's majority Democratic, majority Black, and quickly becoming upper-middle-class suburbia, but incoming Mayor Sandra Vincent doesn't want anyone to feel like they're being left behind in the process. If you want your community to be a whole community with with people working together and, and living together, then that's just how you have to approach the office and you have to do those things that are going to bring your community together. And that's another reason why I'm such a huge advocate of, of public spaces and and parks and just those things that give us what I call, and here's my Southern uh, charm and upbringing coming out, it gives us a front porch. You know, it gives us a place to kind of gather and, and see the world from our front porch. That front porch feeling might be a little harder to find these days, with polarization and bitterness in politics working its way down to even the smallest of races. Though the mayor of McDonough is a nonpartisan race, Vincent said there was partisan misinformation that she spent a lot of her campaign time tackling. After all, the reason she ran for mayor is because she wanted to take a more active role in making sure change coming to the city wouldn't change who the city is for. My desire to be mayor really came from this, this place where I felt like the direction that we were headed in was not really the direction that we should be going. There were a lot of, of new changes and a lot of emphasis that was shifting into uh, just kind of moving with the development of what was happening around us based uh, instead of guiding that development. And so that really made me start thinking about do you want to continue to sit where you are and, and just try to make this happen? Or do you want to be the catalyst for change that's going to guide the way this happens? And, and so therein lies my decision. I want to be the catalyst. Vincent says everyone who lives in McDonough, or anywhere for that matter, ultimately wants some of the same things. We want open spaces, we want parks, we want to walk, we want quality of life. So there's been public and private improvements in McDonough and Henry County over the last few years to retain that small town charm, but make it a welcoming place and thriving city. The square has become a focal point with new shopping and dining, like the neighborhood lot, a row of old parking spaces converted into a restaurant slash bar slash hangout spot that Vincent calls... The word for me is delicious. And the park where she sits building a Christmas village is part of a new expansion of trails, a disc golf course, and more recreation options. It might seem cliche or even out of touch to talk about the importance of a place you can just sit and meet a new neighbor in a quaint coffee shop or on the trails of a park... But Vincent has a vision of bringing the local back to local politics that she says should be replicated everywhere. And I think any community, regardless of where you are, the best part of where you are is tied to those types of exchanges. And it's tied to um, just people loving on one another. And that to me is portable. That is what I grew up with. That's what I've experienced in McDonough. And I'm looking forward to seeing that energy grow and how it 
will transform the community into uh, a greater space right now at this very moment. Of course, there's always going to be talk of taxes and schools and road improvements and other government goings-on, and Sandra Vincent is focused on that too. But her vision of success in this changing Georgia is more of a feeling than a factoid on a spreadsheet. But success will look like a community that looked better than it did when I found it, and that's physically. A community that acts better than it did when I found it. A community that realizes the value of its components. Uh, That's the faith-based organizations, the nonprofit organizations, the businesses. It's it's a community that really... um, knows how to find resources when they need resources, and that they really just kind of understand that the McDonough way, the McDonough heart, is a helping heart and it's a coming together of folks. And if McDonough looks like that, I will have been successful. Next week on Battleground Ballot Box, we take a look at the multitude of lawsuits likely to dominate state politics, from elections to vaccine mandates to the expected challenges to the redistricting process. Battleground Ballot Box is a production of Georgia Public Broadcasting. Our producer is Jess Mador. Our editor this week is Josephine Bennett. Our engineer is Jesse Neiswanger, who also wrote our theme music. You can subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get podcasts. Thanks for listening. Georgia's DBHDD is warning all Georgians that half of all opioid deaths happen at home when people take an oxy or a perk with a glass of alcohol for stress or to sleep. Learn more about protecting families from opioid overdoses at opioidresponse.info. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.